For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Monday with the mayor, joined live by Tulsa Mayor G.T. Bynum. Good morning, Mayor. Good morning. <laughs> good morning. Jen says good, good morning. morning. We, we got to get this out of the way first because <laughs> scarcely all anyone can talk about this morning. Did, did you see the, the slap last night? Do you think it was staged? Do you have an opinion on it? You know, this is how I know I'm getting old is I have not seen any of the movies that were up for an Oscar this year. So, no, I, I was not watching. <laughs> well, you got to see West Side Story and Dune, Mayor. All right. Um, I guess. We'll move on from that. Um, the city council on Tuesday, I believe it was, uh, passed 7 to 2. This resolution that, that sets up a, a schedule of meetings, I guess, a, a framework for uh, gathering public input about what making amends for the race massacre of 1921 should look like. You, at the time, you weren't at that meeting the way I understand it, and you have to sign off on these resolutions. Have you, have you looked at what council passed, and do you think you're going to sign it? Um, I, I haven't made a decision on it yet because I have not had an opportunity to watch the council discussion. I was up to my eyeballs last week in uh, 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 appointing a, a new city attorney and and missed the discussion that they were having. Um, and it's important to me that I hear the, the arguments on both sides because there are people I have a lot of respect for on the council that were for it and and those who were opposed to it. And so I want to understand what their arguments were uh, on both sides of that before uh, I make a decision on what I will do with the resolution. I know that Phil Lakin was one of those, Jamie Fowler, the other voting against it. Uh, but you and Phil Lakin are pretty close. Have you spoken to Phil about it? I have spoken with Councilor Lakin about it. I mean, there, there's probably no one um, that I, I, at least a, an elected official that I have worked more closely with uh, in the time that I've been mayor or on the city council than Phil. And I have a tremendous amount of respect for his judgment um, I also, though, I think I, I understand from a general standpoint what my colleagues who voted for it are, are trying to accomplish. And mm -hmm. all of us, all 10 of us agreed uh, last summer that that we want to have a, a community led discussion on on what reconciliation could look like and mean. And so I just again, I, I want to understand where they were coming from on this and and how they responded to the quest, the concerns that both Councillor Lakin and Councillor Fowler raised. What did uh, Councillor Lakin tell you about his concerns? Or you feel like you could share those? Uh, I, I mean, I, I don't think there was really anything outside of, of what he brought up in the meeting. I think it was mostly, again, I, I think he, Councillor Lakin, is supportive of having that community dialogue and discussion. He signed off on the resolution that we all did last summer. I think his concern, as he conveyed it to me, is simply that uh, one group was presented to to lead this process and that there are a lot of potential groups that may have an interest in it, but that weren't uh, included in that process of deciding who would lead it 
And I, I believe that's the main concern that he had. But again, I, I want to see the discussion. Okay. Uh, how quickly do you think that's going to happen? When are you going to be able to do your due diligence and make a decision, do you think? Well, the resolution hasn't even hit my desk yet. So oh. uh, I, you know, I'll, I'll be getting it. And then uh, I believe I have about uh, three weeks to, to evaluate it before I've got to make a decision. And so uh, we'll just... This is something that obviously is of historic importance for our community, and uh, I'm not going to rush to make a decision on something this important. I'm going to evaluate it, and of course, after I have a chance to watch the discussion, also discuss it with my colleagues. You uh, mentioned that uh, you, a lot of your time last week was taken up <laughs> with uh, putting your new city attorney in position. That would be Jack Blair. Talk about somebody yeah. who, who's been around City Hall quite a bit and uh, I venture to say knows where the skeletons are buried. Uh, Jack Blair is one of your trust, most trusted, closest advisors, isn't he? Well, he is, and I am not unique in that. Uh, Jack worked on the city council staff for a dozen years before he joined my administration. And one of the, one of the reasons I wanted him in my administration was uh, that I saw in the eight years I was on the council that uh, counselors of really broad, differing opinions tr- trusted him completely, had faith in his uh, knowledge of the city, and could go to him for guidance and advice and know that they were receiving his. He wouldn't be trying to steer them one way or the other. He'd just give them his best insight. And then as mayor, he's definitely continued that kind of work for me i thought it was telling that you know when when we announced his appointment that you had uh, i believe four different former mayors uh including both dewey bartlett and kathy taylor uh singing his praises and then also that you would have dozens of former city councilors in both political parties saying the same and for me another thing that's key with jack is that before he was on the council staff he was an assistant attorney general in the muskogee nation and as we uh, navigate this new terrain post-McGirt and, and try to find ways that we can work closely with our tribal partners uh, to, to establish judicial processes. I think having somebody who understands tribal law who's worked in it uh, for uh, the Muscogee Nation in particular would be very valuable. So I, I'm grateful that he applied. That we had a lot of good applicants for it, but I think there's nobody on earth that would do a better job than Jack. We had uh, just like a, I think James Adelot would have called it a Chamber of Commerce kind of weekend in Tulsa this past <laughs> couple of days. And you walk around, you see everybody out, you see all the events that are starting to, you know, be reopened and staged once again. The Red Crest fishing tournament out of Grand Lake and at Expo Square. Um, it was, it almost felt like a coming out kind of weekend for Tulsa, like, you know, re emerging. Well, and I think uh, one of the great things that that you're going to see, not just this weekend, but over the course of the summer, is that there's so many things that our community has been focused on building uh, over the course of the pandemic that maybe people couldn't uh, or didn't feel safe to get out and enjoy that are now very accessible. And, and as you mentioned, all the outdoor opportunities that we have, and then I, you know, I'm just giddy at the thought that a little over a year from now, we'll have a lake in the Arkansas River and a new pedestrian bridge uh, that will actually be built for pedestrians and cyclists that 
is going to make the Arkansas River accessible for people in a way that it never has been before. So, yeah, Tulsans are investing in gathering. I hate to use that term because the <laughs> gathering place is kind of dominant. Uh, community focal points, we'll say. Uh, and the idea behind this, it's not by accident. It's that there's so many things out there that in the past we relied on to build community that are on the wane and we are intentionally building new things that bring people from different parts of this region together to ex- have great experiences as Tulsans and as Oklahomans. And yeah, you're right. This weekend was awesome. And I, I love seeing people be able to enjoy these things that they've invested in and built. I, I'm giddy because my grandkids, at least a couple of them, are coming up this weekend and I get to go to the Discovery Lab for the first time and not feel like a creep because I don't have a kid with me. I, I thought I was going to I was gonna have to borrow Jen's kids or something to do that. But uh, finally get into Discovery Lab. Yeah, no, I, I had uh, my cousin from Colorado was in town last week with her uh uh, one-year-old son, and they went to the Discovery Lab, and, and she said it, she was her review was that place was off the hook. I was <laughs> <Yeah>. like, great, <laughs> love it, love it. That's, That's what awesome. I want to hear. Uh, and uh, go Villanova Wildcats, huh? Yeah, yes. Uh, my alma mater making the, the final, final four. four. You know, they were terrible the whole time I was there, but now uh, that I'm back here in Oklahoma and don't go to any games, they're just crushing it year in and year out. But Jay Wright, I'm biased. I think he's the best uh, head coach in, in college basketball, and so great to see them back in the Final Four again. Yeah, there are no St. Peter's Peacocks, but I guess, you know, <sighs> they, they are the Wildcats. <laughs> right. Mayor, <laughs> Mayor, thank you. Thank you. We'll talk to you again Bye. next week. Tulsa Mayor you. G.T. Bynum. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.